Hi and welcome to the podcast. You're having tea with Alice. This week's episode, returning to normal programming. Thank you everyone who gave me really nice feedback on last week's episode, the re-podcast of the conversation I had with my mum for the anniversary of her death. I really appreciate all the emails. AliceRFraser at gmail.com is the place to email if you want to have a chat or ask a question or any of those sort of things that you would use email for. Uh, also, thank you. I've got a, a bunch of new Patreon subscribers. I'd like to say thank you to those people. You are supporting my podcast, and by that I mean you're buying my guests tea and you're helping to pay for the hosting of the podcast, which goes up the more of you listen to it. So that's a, a really lovely thing. I really appreciate it, and I wanted to say thank you again, as I do every week, for supporting me. If you don't want to pay money for it or if you can't afford to pay money for it, just tweet about it, tell people, and... Or listen, just keep listening. That's also a really nice thing when I look at my download stats. There's been like steady growth and it's such a nice thing to feel like I'm not just shouting into the void and that there's all these people out there who are part of the the T-Cast family. Uh, I'm going to be doing some live T-Casts later in the year and into next year. I'm not quite sure what they'll look like really because I, I feel like the kind of intimate conversations that I have with people sort of rely on the tea thing <laughs> you know just sitting over tea and and playing out ideas in that very kind of open way that you can do with one other person in the room and I worry that bringing an audience in will compromise that vibe and make it a bit more performative I don't know if that's a bad thing maybe everyone in the audience should have tea as well maybe it should just be that I throw a tea party every now and then for for the listeners uh, because I like you and you like me so that's things that are going on in my head at the moment it's all application for next year festival time so I've got to think about the new show and what I'm going to do with my new year it feels like the end of the year for me at this time of year because you know I've, I've finished my run of the resistance and now I have to start thinking about what show is next and what ideas I want to talk about and and it's a very fertile time which you can probably tell by the fact that I'm doing quite a long intro normally I keep them down to about a minute and a half two minutes and I've already rambled for nearly three minutes now that said this is a slightly special episode in that it's my first episode with four people so me and three guests which was at the LA podcast festival I, I met some people at the party who run their own podcast it's called the jig is up and there's three of them and I said, do you want to do a podcast with me? And so we sat down and figured out the logistics of four people and two microphones and had a really fascinating conversation about relationships and expectations and honesty and chivalry and masculinity and femininity. And we did it all in the lobby of the Sofitel with people walking past us looking very strangely at us. I really enjoyed having this conversation and I, I hope that I managed to sustain the T-Cast vibe, despite the fact that there were four people. And I hope you enjoy listening to it. Let me know if you did. At Alliterative on Twitter is the place, or patreon.com slash Fraser for my blog. Uh, most, of the, most of the posts are free to read. Some of them, if you can't read unless you're a $1 subscriber, $1 a month, you can see all of the posts. And I'm going to be doing a little bit more of those just because I feel like people who pay money should get something special. 
and I'm articulating my own writing as something special. So how's that for self-indulgent and narcissistic? Pretty good. All right. Here's the, without further ado, I'm just going to get into the podcast. I really enjoyed having this conversation. I enjoyed negotiating the sort of th- four-way <laughs> conversation and I hope you enjoy listening to it. Let me know if you have any specific feedback. You're having tea with Alice. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. You're having tea with Alice. Uh, I'm going to try this new thing. Normally, I only have one guest at a time, but I'm at the LA Podcast Festival, so we're going to we're going to make it uh, make it. Uh, Aspirational, let's try something we've not tried before. Well, this is new for uh, us as well because we usually record in the studio, and I do like you can oh, I could do oh, I do like this whole uh, you know, podcasting on the go, so I definitely got to get more into this. Uh, well, thank you for having us. That's my absolute pleasure. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Uh, uh well, uh, I am the host of the Jig Is Up podcast, I go by Yo It's Marco, and I have Miss Nessa, aka Blazer Mommy. And it's your boy M Easy, aka Mark. For those that do know me, you know. Well, I normally talk about difficult ideas, but it's hard to talk about that in uh, when it's like three on one. Is there something that you guys have had like trouble with with your podcast or um, difficult ideas as far as? Well, I normally what I ask people is if they have any ideas that they've been wrestling with or that they're not sure what they think about them or they take more than one, one, more than one step to explain. Like if you say, I believe this, and then you have to go, wait a minute, like let me explain. So uh, that's easier to do one-on-one, but because there's three of you, I was wondering if as a podcast you had to deal with anything sort of difficult or complicated. Um, I think the ideas that we usually wrestle with is um, relationships. When we talk, speak on uh, terms about as far as dating relationships or uh, sex in general, we always have our own theories. As far as I, we, we just wrestled one earlier this morning. Um, when I was talking to Nessa, I mentioned that uh, it's easy for women to find sex. Oh yeah. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> it is, but it's hard for a woman to find love. And for a man, it's easy to find love, but it's hard for him to find sex. Unless, I mean, as far as not not paying for it, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) actively go out and try to find someone to mate with. And you disagreed? I disagree. (laughs) Wait, so so explain to them what you had mentioned to me first. Well, my my explanation is is that women will probably uh, fall for the idea of a man um, looking for love because that's what they want. And that will draw more women to him. But if it's a guy who's just looking for sex, women don't want to be used just for sex. So therefore, it's more difficult to do. And there's a small percentage of women who do want to just have sex, but it's just not as many women out there who want to do that. But I think and it's not, and, and, and you can't just ask them straightforward. It's like, <laughs> you know, they want, to, want it to be presented a certain way to where it doesn't feel like they're being used just for sex, you know. That's but what but, I wanted to put but, in But Nessa totally disagreed with me, <laughs> and I just wanted to hear what she had to say. So what, what was your call on that, Nessa? Well, my thing is, okay, I mean, I, I get what they're saying, but at the same time, I'm, I, well, I can only speak for myself. 
And I say that if so, I appreciate honesty and someone just, you know, just being real with me. So if someone were to come up to me and, you know, talk about they want to be in love or they, they want to find love, they want family, kids, all that, but that's not what they really want, then it kind of like, I don't know, it makes no sense to me to just lie about it. So by him saying that females, or no, you said males. It's easier for men to find love and oh it's yeah, harder for him love. to find sex. It is easy for a woman to find sex, but it's harder for her to find love. Yeah, because guys have sex with multiple women. And I, so I feel like it's easier for them to have sex than it is to find love because for the most part, they may say that, but that's not what they're that's not what they're showing that their actions speak differently okay. so that and that's why i'm saying like i don't agree with that statement well it, <laughs> it seems like you kind of agree with that statement but you don't want to agree with that statement you don't want some guy lying to you yeah oh true because yes. he thinks that you want love yes when in fact he just wants sex so i i mean i believe that it it's out there but as far as him saying most men i think that the word most is what's getting to me it's is that is it getting to you because you don't think it's true or is it getting to you because you don't want it to be true i don't think it's true you don't think it's true you yeah. think most men are looking for more than just sex yes but they don't want to say that or you don't want to say that why don't you think that most men want love what are, what i'm sorry what's the question why do I think men want love? It depends on where he is in his life. Um, if he already had his fun, if he went had his number of women, he's going to want something more substantial. He's going to want something more real and something that he can hold on to. He wants to raise a family, create one if he hasn't had one already. So um, I think that's what it comes down to. When a man's in a certain area in his life, that's when he wants to find love. Right now, if a guy's, I mean, it does, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with age. It could do with your state of mind because there's always people. There's guys who are 23 years old, want to raise, have a family, and and get married. You know, there's guys who are 35 who still want to be playboys. So I can't yes. necessarily <laughs> say age. I could say state of mind. Yeah. Um, in regards to that, I don't know if I answered the question. So I would, I would. So I basically, I'm saying like it would be, it would make more sense to me if you said some men as opposed to most men that's what kind of threw me off i know it's just a word but no i mean the whole everything <laughs> is just words right yeah do you have an opinion on it um i kind of agree with both i see where ness is coming from because we don't know every man in the world what their ideas are and you're kind of rooting for the good guys <laughs> like me? yeah yeah in oh a way, yeah when you say that and um as far as what yo is marco was saying yeah, guys look for mean, meaningful things because things that aren't meaningful don't last long. You know, they get boring, and eventually they're going to want something meaningful as far as relationship, you know, being with a woman that, that they really love and want to be with. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think sex is more meaningful if it has longevity? So, like, sex in itself sort of there was like a lot of stuff that you said in there of like the good guys and it's sort of the meaningful relationships and the good relationships and the other sex that you have is meaningless or mm -hmm. or sort of they're the bad women or the women that you don't really want or you don't really yeah. respect like there's a lot of stuff in there like yeah i mean i wouldn't say they're bad women it's just it's really on on the guy where his 
mentality is at the time. Like, if he just wants to experience having fun, quote-unquote, what they call it, you know, um, he goes out and just, you know, disconnects from wanting a relationship, you know, wanting to be intimate with just one woman. And, uh, yeah, just having sex. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, how can I say this? I don't know. Um, as far as what you were saying about good guys, were you saying like... It was more that you said the good guys. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I was saying like I'm glad she said that because, you know, I for one feel like I am one of the good guys. Yeah, explain to me what this good guy is. <laughs> I would l- truly like to know. I would love to hear this. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm pretty sure you've heard it before, but I'll explain it for, you know, everyone else that's listening. <laughs> good job. Good job. <laughs> no, um, put you on the spot. <laughs> a good guy will be honest with you, you know, and he's not looking for that temporary thing. He's looking for something real. He's not wasting time. He's not wasting anyone's time, and he won't. Uh, he won't lead you on. That's you know. That's my definition of a good guy. He's a gentleman as well. Can't leave that out. And um, we had a conversation about good guys finishing last. What do you <laughs> mean? Okay, first of all, what do you mean by a gentleman? And then what do you mean by good guys finishing last? Have <laughs> you ever met a gentleman before? Has any okay? Have has a guy held a door open for you, or if you're walking along the street and he would say, "Oh, oh, st- stand on my left or my right because I'm supposed to stand on the street side." Yeah. So yeah. there's sort of a, a set of boxes that a gentleman ticks behavior-wise. Yeah, that caters to his his woman or significant other, you know, and. Um, so what if there are two gentlemen going out with each other? Who opens the door? Well, that's, you know, that's <laughs> up to them. They, okay. They, you know, that's between their relationship, however they want to figure that out. But, yeah, there, there should be one gentleman in there, or two, however they want to do it. <laughs> but there can't be none. There can't be no gentleman no, in a relationship. There can't be any, right. like, just none there. There has to be. <laughs> um, I was talking to the boys the other, last night, actually, about a situation, and one of the things that they said which stuck with me and this is coming from them was um men are never satisfied yeah mark yo as marco said that i i i didn't say yeah, that I, i've said that because you know in in certain you wouldn't in, say that because you're a gentleman but you, you gotta look you gotta look at this in the overall perspective if you are satisfied you stop Therefore, there's going to be no more growth. There's never really going to be no more curiosity. And oh. then you're going to stop. I agree. Like, absolutely. So I don't th- but I don't I'll think anybody is ever. Sat- I think p- like human. Yes. That's what I'm saying. In human nature. You're never satisfied. I mean, you're going to love the, the, the who you're with uh, unconditionally. Hopefully that's the that's the way it's supposed to be. Well, I shouldn't say supposed to be because who am I to say what's definite and what's, you know, indefinite. So I just wanted to t- t- say that as in. Um, I'm trying to get collect my thoughts because I'm thinking too fast. It's all right. <laughs> I just wanted to say that because it's just human nature. Like, I don't think people are ever going to be satisfied. And that's why, especially in today's age, the, 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 with the Internet, with 
these options like Instagram, the, all the dating profiles, and all these a wide array of women, you know, from a, for a guy's disposal, you know, it, it's just like man, like oh, I got this pretty girl, but look at this one, and look at this one, and look at this one, because guys are going always going to look at the gr- the the grass and see which one is greener than the other side instead of watering their own, and and that I think that will really messes up. Um, I think it's a more general point that's like it's true that I think if you think of it like as a survival instinct yeah being satisfied is not a good survival instinct like yeah, it, I mean, but at the same time you know in the same way as like you remember work bad things and you don't remember good things because bad things are more likely to kill you so mm-hmm. you like you'll remember the bad thing really really well but the good thing is not important to whether you survive till tomorrow or not like it'd be nice to remember but it's not the important thing and the same I think the same way, everyone always wants more. So you believe that nobody thinks that or or n- nobody can be satisfied? or I, I feel, for me, I feel like satisfaction is temporary. But yeah, uh, it's, it's, I think yeah, any satisfaction yeah. that is not temporary it's would dangerous. lead you into <laughs> incredible depression. Unless that you too. have something that you want that you do not think have. About it. Th- think about well, it. I know it's kind of like. Thank you for saying I, that I, last I, part. I think it's. I think and it's. But uh, but oh, I wouldn't say it's because I don't have it. You know, it there's there's certain things, I believe that, people just know they want that and nothing else, and that's the meaningful thing. Okay. Like if you get something that's meaningful, really meaningful to you, I don't think it's like you're. Because I think what you're talking about when you say satisfied is settling. I think mm. that I think that's what it is. That's, I think that's a cross. It's a it's a fine line between being satisfied and settling. I mean, let's say like this. Um, in the in the world of athletics or, or, or business or or even any ways where you can achieve the highest accolade in whatever field that or profession that you're in, then it's like then what? Yeah. And so I think that. outside of so, relationships. So like so like. You know, if, if someone could say, you know, like, oh, but, you know, that guy just won a championship last year and you notice that he's not playing as hard as before because he's already satisfied. And that's going to piss you off as a sports fan because you want more. Right. Right. Because you want to want more. You're going to want more to continue. But and let's say the athlete that won the championship and stuff uh-huh. retired. And he said, I'm done. I'm satisfied. Yeah. I'm happy. But if he still has playing years ahead of him, if you know there's more. But uh, then what does he m- do? More, more to do. So yeah, say all you do? ever wanted in your life was to win the Olympics and you win the Olympics and, and you're 23. What? Like, what then? What do you have to look forward to? And I, and, and I think that's the same thing with relationships. Like, oh, man, I want this. Tri- you, there's so many stories about people having their dream chicks and they end up divorcing them like another. Right. right. Brangelina. <laughs> <laughs> Katie wow. Holmes divorcing Tom Cruise. That was her right. childhood, um, you know, celebrity crush. That's what I'm saying. It, it depends. To be fair, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. that yeah, true. that is very true. But but it's, that's the thing. It's like it's crazy. That's the thing that we wrestle with as wrestle with as humans. It's like, are we ever going to be satisfied? Like, okay, we're here at Podfest, right? Mm-hmm. Are we going to be satisfied just being at Podfest once? You know what I mean? Or or I mean, but was this yeah. like? As uh, in, next time you want to be in the ballroom, right? <laughs> Exactly. What, but once we make it to the barroom, this is what I mean. Like, say, speaking of the gold medalist, yeah, he's not gonna say, "Oh, after I won this one, I want more gold medals." No, he'll just want something else. Yes, though. 
that's that you know that's not him not being satisfied with that he's just moving on to something else but i think i think okay so then i think the dis- there's not actually any disagreement here but there's a sort of a a miscommunication in that like i, I think, think i think the it's, human it's, it's more of a like mentality thing if you have a different state of mind or or, or uh mentality towards something it all i guess it all leads to the same yeah, well, th- that you can be satisfied in one area of your life, but I think that in order to be human, you always have to have at least one point where you you're still reaching, you're still looking, because otherwise, what's the point? I mean, in some ways, I, I I blame society for that, like never being satisfied. <laughs> like we all have this point of view of life to where people can't be satisfied. See, I don't blame society. I blame like people. I think people built society. Well, That's yeah, people are are the society. <laughs> We're, you know, you're correct. <laughs> I won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not arguing with you for that. <laughs> so, how do you feel about, like, as far as dating and finding a guy and everything? Do you, are you speaking to, talking to anyone interesting uh, i don't ever talk about my relationships on stage or on my podcast okay um, i do a series That's of fine. like dating tips but uh those happen whether i am or am not in a relationship uh i don't know i think it's an interesting like that's an interesting question because i don't know why i don't talk about it it's um someone put it like this they said it's like you're an open book Mm-hmm. But there are some pages that are <laughs> sealed, so <laughs> I'll talk about almost anything, and it looks like it looks like I should be talking about everything because I will talk very freely about most things. Yeah. But there's some areas of my life that are just completely, and and and, and b- like particularly in my stand-up because I'll talk very openly about stuff that most people won't talk about. People right. assume that I'm saying everything, but then there's just there's blackout zones. For that. Well, I mean, but as a general principle, I think uh, honesty is the thing, even though that's really hard. It is. I think you want to like. I always want to say what someone wants to hear. Like I always want to say the right thing, <laughs> and sometimes that is the wrong thing to do. Only to make sometimes? someone happy in the moment. So yeah. is it only sometimes? Only sometimes. You no, know, I think sometimes, you know, you want to make somebody happy and and that's the right impulse. But I think if you you can almost always tell what the right thing to say is. And it's only when you're like, I'm going to say the wrong thing. <laughs> I'm going to say the wrong thing because it's the right thing for me. Yeah. Or I'm yeah. going to say the thing that you don't want to hear because it's the right thing to say. That's where it gets hard in relationships. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I, well, I, I'm, yeah, because yeah, I'm, like, the one, like, you know, for instance, you know, the cliche thing about, like, oh, do I look fat in this dress? Like, I don't want my man to say, no, it looks good on you. And maybe I might not look fat, but it doesn't look good on me. Like, I'm the one that I, I'm the type that I would like for him to be, like, it's not a good look, but why don't we try this on, you know? So I, I expect, like, honesty even if it's gonna hurt me like you know because so at the end of the day even if it's watered down honesty like making a a, a a more positive suggestion like oh you like you said before like okay i don't think that dress suits you let's try another dress that suits you for the time being yeah you know I mean? yeah so, because I so mean, that works he's better being honest he's telling yeah. me maybe he's not straight up like 
this is ugly. Please don't do it, you know? Uh-huh. But there, like, there's a way about saying it. Like, for instance, I was in a relationship for my last relationship I was in. And um, I f- began gaining weight. In fact, I gained 30 pounds. Love chub. That happens. <laughs> yeah. So happy, not so happy weight, what I like to call it. And, um, you know, I'm kind of one of those, like, if you like it, I love it type of thing. And But, I mean, I, I started gaining weight, but he never really complained about it. But I did notice his actions started changing. He didn't want to have sex as much. He, um, We weren't really communicating communicating as much as we used to mind you we were living with each other at the time so i see him every day so i noticed the difference so then one day i asked him i said am i am i gaining weight like am i gaining too much weight and he's like no you're fine and i'm like okay and i asked him a few times after that then when we finally like right before we broke up the you know official breakup we were fighting about something else. We were arguing about something else. And then out of nowhere, he blows up. He's like, it's because you're fucking fat. You're fat. And Ouch. I was just like, wow. Like, there's there's a way, you know, you can handle it. Like, he could have told me, like, previously, especially those times where I, you know, that I, I opened the door for him to say that. Like, he could have said, you know what? Yeah, yeah, baby, you're gaining a little bit of weight. Like, why don't we go to the gym? Or why don't, you know, because I used to go to the gym before, but I kind of fell off because he wasn't he didn't have an active lifestyle like I did yeah. so I kind of got comfortable. you went with his what yeah so like if he would have suggested like oh you know what happened you used to always go to the gym you know when we were before we got together you know yeah stuff I like mean that. There's a way I think there's a way it. to do that of of I mean for me certainly it's uh, my happiness is often really tied to my physical fitness so yeah I've been in situations before with people who love me like family and relationship where they'll be like hey man you know, I'm, I'll, I'll be feeling like, ugh, and they go, why don't you go for a run? Mm-hmm. And I'll, you'll always feel better after a run. Yeah. And that's not about me being chubby. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> about the fact that I will feel better after I go for a run. Mm-hmm. And I do feel better after I go for a run. And I'm like, thank you very much, sir. Yeah. Yeah, so I appreciate, like, that. I, I appreciate that honesty. Like you said, whether it's watered down, but he's, you know, a lo- as long as they're being honest and not just saying what they think that Except I would like to n- hear. Not, like, not brutally honest, you know. Like, brutally honest, you know. Like, that brutal honesty would just really, really start well, hurting egos. And I think that's another thing well, about... I, I always say this. There's two things. There's many things that are true at the same time. Uh-huh. So, like, the sky is blue and that guy's an asshole. <laughs> but I get to choose what I, what yeah. I say. Yeah. You know, like, I get to choose what truth I notice. So, like, the truth might be hey, you seem like you're a bit more uncomfortable in your body than you used to be. Mm-hmm. Are you all right? Are you comfortable? Or if it's bothering you, you say, "I'm." do I look fat? And he goes, well, if it's not to me, I still love you, but, you know, you have put on a bit of weight. If no. if it's bothering you, why don't you go to the gym or why don't we go for a walk? And then sometimes when a guy tries to make a suggestion and then that's when she, a, a woman will get defensive. He's like, hey, you know, honey, let's go on a hike. Are you trying to say I'm fat? And it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then I, and I was saying that some people. Um, I, OK, so a lot of women mess that up for the I guess the rare breeds like myself, because like, um, for instance, like he said that I always tell people, like, keep it real with me, like no matter what it is, just keep it real with me. And guys are just like, yeah, right. You know, if you if you say that, even though you're saying that, you know situations in my past that has happened and they're just like 
you know what I mean? Like it blows up in their face. So even though you may be a bit different, they don't want to even chance it. Because well, you don't of need to be brutally honest unless it's you've oh, already yeah, let no. it go for too yeah. long. Like you, he didn't need to say, "Oh, you're so fat." Yeah. If when you started to put on weight, if he didn't like it, yeah, then he should have said something then before it was a problem, exactly. rather than saying it was fine and resenting it quietly. Yeah, I would have prevented all of that. <laughs> but generally, I do think that women. Uh, need to think about other women when they're in relationships with men so like as you say there are if there are other women who are having this double standard of like oh tell me the truth you're an asshole uh, <laughs> in the same way like women who play the game of like oh i don't really want you but they want a guy yeah. to chase them they're yeah. fucking it up for other women who exactly. like are genuinely like no 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 exactly. i don't want you exactly back off and the guy's like but you're just playing a game and you're like no 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 <laughs> Seriously, back off. And that is the fault of other women who have been like, oh, stop it. And when they meant, you know, that, that whole, whole kind of no means yes, that is yeah. the fault of, of, we've talked about of this. some <laughs> women who are doing the no means yes when other women, like you are, you are making it much worse for other women who really mean no. Yes. And I think that's on guys as well to like right. genuinely ask if a girl's like, oh, stop it. Then you're like, okay, and fuck off. Because <laughs> otherwise you're creating a world where, worst case scenario, you're accidentally a rapist. Like, that's... <laughs> oh, I, I, I take, yeah, I take answers literal. So if you're playing hard to get, you won't get You'll never got. get got. Yeah, so you know what I mean? if so. you say, oh, no, I don't like you, I'll say, all right, nice meeting you. But then they're like, wait, wait. It's like, nah, I'm, I'm gone. Bye. Lesson learned. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> it's, it is it's very it's very uh, complex when uh, it, I mean in both parties, you know, guys would try to blow off a chick and act like he doesn't care about her, but all in all, he wants her attention. But he knows, like, oh, if I ignore her, maybe she'll still keep pursuing me. And yeah. that's it's just like he a wants game to, of cat or he wants to look cool in front of his. Or friends. he doesn't want to look quote unquote thirsty. And, 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 you know, what I mean, that's the whole eagle thing. It's like, well, I'm not thirsty. I'm not going to chase after her. I'm like, well, if you want her, go after her pursuer. Don't be a freaking stalker and be like, oh, liking every post on IG or, you know, knowing every single thing about her. Just genuinely yeah. say, I would like to date you and maybe take things first. I mean, don't say that in the first time, but just, you know, suggest uh, suggest things that um, there's some common grounds and common interests that you guys can find and. Take it from there. Yeah. Um, and another thing guys mess up, mess it up for for other guys is uh, the uh, I love you. Yeah, don't 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 say those three words it. if you don't mean it. Yeah. Don't don't say those three words if you don't mean it, because that just opens a whole Pandora's box of a of. You know, I don't know if I could cuss in here, but oh, really? Oh, dang. It's just natural. It's just a big clusterfuck that you guys just open up when you say those three words when you don't really mean it. And a woman will really sense it from your actions. You don't even have to give lip service. You could say, I love you blue in the face, but they're going to they're gonna test you. And that's what women do. Women are going to test you. They're going to test your love. They're going to test your backbone. They're going to test everything about you as a man. So if you say those words, you really got to prove it. And yeah. that's all I have to say. And if, like our show says, you know, if you're... <laughs> If you're, you know, the jig is up. Jig is <laughs> if, you, if you get caught, that's on you. So Yeah, uh. and I mean, and speaking of, you know, piggybacking off of that, those three words, I feel nowadays like they, well, the word, excuse me, love lost its value. You know, because of situations like that, guys might 
care about a female, but not to take it to the next level, but they'll still use that word. Or if she happens to say it first, then it's the, I love you too. Yeah, that's awkward. That is very awkward. I'm the type of person, if, if, I'm, if I don't feel that way just yet, I'm not going to say that because that's not how I feel. I mean, it might be an awkward situation, but I don't want to lie to you, you know, so I, I might follow up with like, oh, I care about you, but that word, you know, but, but like he said. What do you think is the worst way to respond to someone saying, I love you? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you's one. And, and just saying you too, too. not even (laughs) saying I love you too. Yeah. Or, or you're, you're nice. (laughs) I think the smoothest way to cover it up is like when she said, I love you. And you just give her this look like, oh, come here and just give her a hug. But you never said it, but you just showed her affection back after she said those words. Now, I don't know if I gave up some secrets on that, (laughs) but hey, we're all sharing information. And that's the purpose of a podcast, giving up, giving out information through conversation. So some females. Oh, push up. Push up on the mic. There there you go. Some females. Um. They might let you get away with it, <laughs> but they're going to bring it up again. But they will be thinking about it. So even though you think you got away with it, you really didn't because they'll be thinking like, oh. This, he didn't say this it back. He didn't say that. Okay. He didn't okay. say it back. So and I'm going to test him again that's, later. And that's when it comes back mm-hmm. to women will constantly test you like over and over again. I don't think men test women as much. I think men, we should start testing women. Why do you think there is? Do you think it's a good there is a good reason for women to test men, or from from what I've listened to from other podcasts and other book and from audio books and reading books and stuff like that and articles? Not saying I'm doing scholarly work on this stuff, <laughs> but um, what I get is just in a woman's nature to test him because to see if he's always going to be on his toes to keep him on his toes to see if he's um, still worthy of her affection of her love. You know, she's going to find ways to question his loyalty, his love, his passion, his we drive need, for her. So, yeah, exactly. The reassurance value. And that's that's all what it is in, in, in essence. I feel like that's probably because, like, I mean, hack evolutionary biology aside, you know, there's higher stakes for a woman. Like I always say a woman can always die from giving birth. So she's investing her life into that man. Yeah. So. To a certain extent, and then the, ch- the kid and their life, and, you know, you want to check that he's a decent guy who's going to stand up and be, you know, as you say, honest and... And, and genetics pay, play a part, too, <laughs> for a, uh, evolutionary survival, so... <laughs> Which is why I always make guys do, like, heaps of push-ups on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she got a... That's a, a good one. I like that. <laughs> Alice push-up challenges. <laughs> Now, are they just regular wide arm push-ups, <laughs> inverted push-ups? Are we talking about diamond push-ups? What push-ups are we talking about? Oh, I'd like to see a bit of variety. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I should try that. No pull-ups <laughs> included, just push-ups. All right. You hear that, fellas? <laughs> Out there in Australia, get your push-ups ready. <laughs> I think pull-ups are the real challenge there. <laughs> <laughs> she put them through the rigor. Next thing you know, she's going to have an obstacle course. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad idea. <laughs> American Ninja Warrior dating edition. Oh, there oh my God, I love American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> it's so amazing. It's a good, re- good recruiting tactic. Yes, uh, guys, I tell agree. us about your podcast and where people can find you all online. 
Um, well, um, like I said, our, na- our the name of our podcast is called The Jig Is Up, and Jig is an acronym for Just In General because we are a weekly podcast that covers um, things so, as far as you know, current events, pop culture, politics, um, anything and everything um, that we could come up with that we can think of. Um, we have an occasional guest here and there um, from the San Diego area who are influential in a way, you can say. And you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, um, now on Satchel, Google Play Music. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're Android users. I'm Team yeah. iPhone. And, yeah, go uh, Google Play. Oh, yeah, and on YouTube. We sometimes we upload some stuff on YouTube. So we're working on, um, you know, trying to get on iHeart, Spotify, and other, uh, who knows, we might have our own app. Yeah, we're <laughs> Just be on the lookout for that. We're geeks. We're geeks at heart. Never satisfied, right? So, so we're big right? uh, comic book fans. We, you might hear a lot of references from from those regarding the current events, you know. So look out for us and laugh, laugh at us or with us, should I say? Yeah, laugh at us. We do share our personal stories. Oh yeah, feel free to laugh at us too because we do uh, share our personal stories and. And along with that, so the audience could gauge our uh, our evolutionary growth um, within the podcast. So you can go back a couple of episodes and then you could find one of us contradicting some things that we said before in another podcast. But but that's the beauty of being human. Yeah. And I know speaking from experience. (laughs) And I know our host here, she, she doesn't speak too much of her personal life. So even though we say we do, we still keep things anonymous. Like oh, yeah, names true. and certain things of that nature. So, yeah, just just an idea to kick out there. <laughs> well, that's that's excellent. If you need a little bit more personal life, look these guys up, uh, hunt them down on the internet. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. <laughs>